In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness, and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. And the second day, God creates the waters above and divides them from the waters below. On the third day, God creates the oceans, dry land, and plant life. And on the fourth day, God creates the sun, the moon, the stars. And on the fifth day, God creates sea creatures, birds, insects. On the sixth day, God creates cattle, reptiles, beasts. God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. In the evening and the morning were the sixth day. And on the seventh day, God rested from all that he had made. Hello, listeners of the Eyes of Porn podcast. This is your host, Cornelius. Cornelius Hayes. I apologize for the delay in releasing episodes. Started this in October of 2020, and I also finished it in October of 2020. I have thought about the podcast nonstop since then. So here we are in July of 2021, releasing an episode after the first episode. So it's almost been a year break. Um, I apologize. Um, the episodes I record, I, f- I felt like too preachy. You know, that was kind of weird. I wasn't trying to be a pastor or anything out here. So it's kind of weird. But I figured that the podcast should be a representation of who I am as a person. So if that is comedy, then it will be comedy. If it's seriousnessness, then it will be seriousnessness. And if it's preachy then i guess i mean i'm a teacher so it'll be teachy um so thank you for sticking with me or thank you for joining me on this journey welcome to the eyes of corn podcast and i'm your host cornelius hayes What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Eyes of Corn podcast, where you get to see life through the eyes of yours truly, Corn, where every day, and I mean every day, is a great day to create. And today, not only is it a great day to create, but it is a great day to be created on purpose. So, boom. I'm sorry about the delay. You heard it. Uh, It's been a long time since we had an episode. Today, we're talking about being created on purpose. So with that being said, all of you young preachers who steal sermons, uh, I would say get your notepad ready, but please don't don't steal this. Um, It's not that good. It's just some some guy from Alabama trying to, you know, start a podcast. So without further ado, this is something I've talked about a couple times. Um... I guess in Bible studies, I've talked about this. Um, so today is a teachy kind of like elaborate uh, thoughts of corn episode. So uh, you might say this could be an ear of corn, you know, because you're listening to it. But that can be pretty corny. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm just all over it today. Um, nevertheless, people, let's rock and roll. We're going to start this podcast the right way. And, you know. Let's let's do it.
So when we are talking about being created on purpose, we are saying that we have a purpose for our life in creation. God created this earth on purpose and God created you on purpose. The Bible says that we were chosen for such a time as this. So there's a reason you were created in this time. There's a reason that God created you. There's a purpose that you have on this earth. In Bible study, I always talk about how each day in creation builds for the next day. So you have the first day, so you can have the second day, so you can have the third day, so you can have the fourth day, so you can have the fifth day, so you can have the sixth day, and then you have the seventh day. And then we always ask that same question in that Bible study. We say, does God need to rest? And they're like, hmm, does he need to rest? And the answer is no, God did not need to rest. But he was placing a template on this earth. So that you would know that you can rest, that you should rest, that you need rest. You got to get disease, man. I'm telling you, you can work all day and you can work all night and then you can work all day. And you can work all night. But at some point, you cannot sustain your life if you don't get rest. So shout out to all my people that's out here grinding, making their money, doing what they got to do. I hope you get some Z's. I hope you're having a productive life and you're not just living life to work you need to have some balance so that's my two cents but also in this conversation we're talking about the old testament in these bible studies and how the old testament literally in the bible is leading up towards the life of the testator who is jesus christ who is god who created the earth and then you have the new testament and all of that is pointing back to jesus christ who is God who created the whole earth. And then you have the creation in general of everything, who is the God of the Old Testament, who is Jesus Christ, who died on the cross, who was robed in flesh to die for us and let his blood shed. So you have all this happening and you're like, well, what does this created on purpose even mean? So it to sum it up, let's just say that we all have a purpose and a mission given by God. It is important for you to distinguish whether or not your mission that you are working on in your current like time period is aligning with God's plan because we all have free will. We have the choice to make. We are created in his image, in his likeness, and we have the ability to have the spirit of God that is within us. And that is something that is unique to each individual and tying this to creativity, everything that we desire, those gifts, those talents are already within us. And it just takes something. It takes the nudge. It takes the spirit of God. It takes an experience to bring out the full potential that is in you. There's all kinds of people that get famous, living whatever kind of lifestyle, doing it kind of thing. But those talents that they have are given to glorify God. Um, <clears throat> there are ways that people can manipulate and divert what God is giving you and try to make it seem all cute and fancy and trick you to thinking that it's something all fancy and stuff. But without God, your talent is literally nothing. Um, you have like singers and musicians selling everything they got because they got this talent and they're trying to make it big 
and they're thinking temporary. They're not thinking long term. This world is not my home. I am just a uh, passing through. So I'm not here to live this lifestyle for me. I'm here to live this lifestyle to maximize who God called me to be because I'm thinking long term. I'm not thinking about this life. I'm thinking about eternity. So is it worth it? That's what you got to ask those kind of questions. Um, your eternal soul and the souls of others at the end of the day has to be the most important thing that you are working for because God's influence is the greatest influence of them all. If you hearken to his voice, that was a strong hearken. But if you hearken to the voice of God, you do not want to sell your soul to something that cannot sustain you. I don't know if that's the right terminology I'm using, but you want to give your life to God or give your life to someone called by God so they can cultivate and develop you and take you somewhere, somewhere that God wants you to be and not just somewhere random because we want to be who God called us to be. And I'm assuming this based on um, my quote unquote target audience. So in the Bible, there is the parable of the talents in Matthew chapter 25, and it goes verses 14 through 26. I will read these for you because I'm hoping that you're like driving or something or doing something and you just listen to this podcast so that like it can help you, you know, like get through your day so you can get some wisdom while you clean your room Get some wisdom while you are driving to and fro. That's what I listen to podcasts for. Or I listen to podcasts to um, decompress because that's a good word. Gotta love true crime. But in the Bible, it says, For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he had received five talents, went and traded with the same, and made them other five talents. And likewise he had received two, he also gained other two. But he had received one, went and dig in the earth, and his lord's money. After a long time, the lord of those servants cometh, and reckoneth with them. And so he had received five talents, came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou, thou <clears throat> deliveredest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, Thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Then he which had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid and went and hid thy tongue in the earth. Lo, there thou hast this 
that is thine. And here we go. In the 26th verse of the 25th chapter of Matthew, the Bible says, His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knowest that I reap where I sow not and gather where I have not straw. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers, and then am I coming, I shall receive mine own with usury, or usury, or usury. Take therefore the talent from him and give it until which he has ten talents. So boom. That's the end of that story. Why was it wrong that the steward buried his talent? Why would one bury a talent? Is it because we are afraid of the one who has given us these talents? Or is it that we assume that the one who's given us these talents doesn't believe in us? Was it because he just got one talent? Was he there when the person got five talents and the one got two talents and he only got one talent? He's like, man, I'm not worthy. So he assumed that the God that created everything or the Lord, I mean, this is a parable, but he assumed that the Lord who has given them the talents um, doesn't think much of him. We don't really know his motive behind it, but we know that it was wrong. But we do know that God gave him something. And we are a group of creators. And typically creators are very creative because they get the name creator. Um, and in our churches, these people are wearing tons of different hats and they might not think themselves great, but I hear this saying, saying I would rather be a master of a trade than a jack of all, or I would rather be, I would not rather be a jack of all and the master of none. I think that's how it actually goes, but get something and master it, water the talent. Because we see in this parable that the talent that is given to us can be flourished, can be nourished. They went and he put his talent in the ground and hid it. The others did something with it. They invested their talent into, per se, the kingdom of God. And therefore, God gave them more. So you can say that the one that received 10 talents, he knows that God answers his prayers he hears his cries he hears what he does he values the time that he has been given and he understands that god is a rewarder of those that do the good things so he takes these 10 talents and now he has 20 talents and he takes these 20 talents and now he has 60 talents he takes these 60 talents and it keeps on growing we talk about this in our class about the law of exponential growth which is y equals x squared. And what you put in, you cannot outmatch on the y-axis what you do on the x-axis. So for every time you move on the x-axis, it's doubled. Um, people talk about, um, I heard it a long time ago, they said that if you want something supernatural to happen in your life, that you have to do the natural so God can do the super. We can ask for God to do super things in our lives, but if we don't do anything in the natural, God cannot make something supernatural happen. We can't get a blessing, a whatever you're looking for, if you're not proactively moving in that direction. Um, sure, things happen, but if you want something 
to be true. You want to live the life that you need to be living. You need to be doing what you have to do. Do not hide what God has given you. Each and every one of us are created uniquely, but each and every one has the spirit of God in us. So that spirit of God that is within us, it manifests itself differently for different people. Um, the first ministry I was ever involved with at my church was music ministry. And I was for sure like, that's what I was going to be doing for the rest of my life. Um, in, in school, in like the fourth grade, actually, if I go all the way back to like the beginning, like in kindergarten, we had a strings class. So I started playing the violin and I played the violin from like kindergarten to like third grade. And then like in between that, you know, learn how to play the recorder in like the second grade. So I was killing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Mary had a little lamb because that's something that I had cultivated. I took that violin home and I practiced and it drove my parents insane. It was like, uh, uh, but over time, my parents started to notice that, hey, this kid really likes music so in the fourth grade we started like the actual like band band so i joined this symphonic band and i wanted to play the trombone but my arms were too short to reach all the way down to like the seventh position so i wasn't uh allowed to play the trombone but i started playing the euphonium and the euphonium was like a trombone but it looks like a baby tuba so that's the instrument that I began to master from that age. Middle school, I kept playing that. And in middle school, I got selected to be a part of All City, which is like the best musicians in like the Birmingham City School area. And then in high school, I kept doing All City. So I did All City probably from sixth grade to 12th grade. And in high school, I got the chance to do All State. So now this is not just a band with the best kids in the city but the best kids in the whole state so that's like crazy like I would have never imagined like that when I was in the fourth grade you know I was just starting to play an instrument I was mad because I couldn't play the trombone but I was happy that I was playing music and about that same time in high school like the 11th or 12th grade I um I started uh being interested in playing music in church um so I had I already had like a relative ear for it um, my parents would be at church, like after church a lot. So I got to like bang on drums, play around on the keys, but I actually started like learning how to play the keys at like this when I was like 16, 17 and our piano player gave me four chords to learn. I took a picture of his hands in each of the positions and I wrote down each of the notes that his hand was hitting and I didn't have a piano at home, but I went to school early enough to go into the choir room so I could practice on the piano before school started. And then I learned my four chords and next week I was back. So then I played those four chords in church. And that's pretty much like how I got started playing music in church. So if you give your gift to God, he will pour out more than you expect or receive. If you pour your gifts out to God, he will pour out his blessings towards you. You got to pray that God can use you in every aspect of your life. So I kept, you know, preaching. No, I was not preaching. Let me that's a rewind so i like kept cultivating those talents that god had given me um i was i was spending time with it at church 
And I moved churches at like, I think 19. So our church did not need a piano player, but they needed a bass player. So I was like, whatever you want me to do, God, that's what I'm going to do. So I started playing bass at my church. And now I can play bass. You know, I've played a couple instruments throughout the years, but I play the bass now. So that is the instrument that, I mean, God has blessed me with. But, you know, you got to pray that God use you in every aspect of your life. But at the same time, you're praying, you got to create an altar that God can, like, you got to place an altar that you can put everything on your life and really surrender it to God. My pastor preaches a message and he talks about creating an altar big enough to place your entire life on. So what is it that you're holding from God that you need to place on this altar? So if you got to spend some extra time at the altar, praying, building that altar, make it bigger to fit some more of your life on then God can consume your life and he can do what he wants of it. And in that same vein of creating an altar for God, um, we talk about at our church in these classes that we're given uh, the three different portals to connect with God. So you got prayer, praise, and the word of God. And the purpose of these portals is to create intimacy so you can actually build these altars um, in Matthew chapter six, you get the, uh, the Lord's prayer. Our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our debts as we forget our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. And unto that is how you build your prayer life with God. The Bible says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth the word of god is a sword and it cuts back at you as you read it but it helps you cut through a bunch of junk that you have to deal with in your life so you got to know the word of god so you can stay strong so you can create something that's worth creating create something that gives you a true understanding of the reason that you are here in worship, we all know Psalms 150. Praise ye the Lord, praise God in the sanctuary, praise him in the firm of his power. And then at the end of that chapter, it says, Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. So we serve a God that at the beginning of time, he established a template of what would be done. He knew that he was going to create man. And when he created Adam, he knew down the line that he was going to robe himself in flesh and live this life just like man did. So we can know that without God, we can't do any of this. So he robes himself in flesh and he lives a sinless life. He goes and dies on the cross so that his blood can cover everything that we do wrong. And in our lives, we are looking for a way that we can cultivate that relationship with God, that creativity that is within us. Um, when I was younger, I talk about this music. Um, I remember getting like specifically my hands prayed for by a pastor. Um, and he was talking about music and everything I needed to do. And I also remember like praying my personal prayers, like praying that God use me and the gifts that he's given me for his kingdom. Um, I bought a camera like for my birth for like Christmas because I was excited um, I wanted to make like YouTube videos, but you know, we all know how that went. Um, but I realized that, that, that like YouTube life went for me, but the church needed like photos. The church needed videos. 
And in that time, I spent time learning how to be a decent cameraman, photographer, videographer, whatever you want to call me. Um, and then I realized that, you know, I'm doing these pictures and all this stuff, but I can use this for God's kingdom and we can further that kingdom doing that. So I've had opportunities to further like the kingdom of God doing photos and videos. I've taken pictures at conferences, done videos at conferences, helping like just the kingdom of God as a whole. Um, everything that God created doesn't have the liberty and the freedom that we do. Like we have free will, like we have a choice that we can make. But the plants, they they are rooted in the ground and they just look up to God. They look up to the sun and they grow like that's that's their plan. That's their livelihood. That's what they do. They don't have a choice. But every day we wake up and we have a choice to make. We have a decision to make. You see, in Ezekiel 37, we're talking about creating something that. Ezekiel says, God, I mean, these bones can live if you say so. So he stretches forth his hands and he begins to pray. And then the tendons start coming together. The bone begins to flow. And then all of this good stuff. And in the Bible, we are given the great commission. So Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. So God's Spirit is with us when you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, when you receive the power of the Holy Ghost. God has a plan for each and every one of us. He is constantly giving us snippets of his trajectory for us. Different teachings lead to different ways to connect with God. But we all have to connect with him if we want to elevate to the next level. We don't want to settle for comfort. We got to pray so we can be better. We got to read the word of God so we can be better. We got to, you know, interact and worship so we can be better. Because each of these different ways teaches us something different about ourselves. But it also helps us get to know God in a different type of way. So you got to think about how we are all created on purpose i know this podcast is speaking to the creators and that might be like a formal word to use but if you look at it god is creativity everything that he does is creative he is the master artist i think about times when i go and hike and i'm in the middle of the mountains and i'm looking around and this view that i have is better than any painting i've seen because you don't realize how big this world is you don't realize how small you are until you're somewhere where everything is bigger than you um we think about those ants when we're crushing them or we don't i mean i don't really think about them when i'm crushing them i ain't even gonna lie but imagine being in the himalayas and you're looking at mount everest which is like i don't know how tall it is but probably like somewhere around thirty thousand feet so you're like all the way up there and you're looking at all this and i'm like five foot like eight maybe five foot nine on a good day, but I'm not going to cap. I'm five foot eight. So you just got to think about how many of me it takes to get to the top of Mount Everest. That is a long journey to get to the top. I've done a 8,000 foot mountain and it took me like a whole day and like hiking these massive mountains. It takes like a week because you got to 
account for like elevation sickness and all these types of things that I don't want to bore you with. But being outside, you realize like God created this in the city. We can see like man built this, but man did not build this alone because everything that we needed to build these buildings in the beginning, when God was creating the heavens and the earth, he created everything we needed to build these buildings from the beginning. He knew that we were going to need cars one day. He knew that we need aircrafts. I can't think that, you know, Adam and Eve thought about cars and airplanes in the garden or Noah thought about airplanes because he was like, I mean, if it's a flood come, you know, we just fly, get enough fuel. We just be cruising. You feel me? But nah, he built a boat because that's what God told him to do because there wasn't in airplanes. But everything that was on Earth when Noah was on Earth to build the airplane, it was not the Wright brothers that created the airplane. They may have put the tools together and mastered the art of flying, quote unquote. But God, Jesus, had already put everything on Earth that we needed for airplanes from the beginning. So whatever you're thinking to do, those ideas that you have, God gave them to you for a reason. You are created on purpose. You are not a nobody. You are not untalented. You are not trash. You are not, I don't know what people describe themselves negatively as. You are not that. You are exactly who God created you to be. You are exactly who God purposed for you to be at the beginning of time. You are created for such a time as this. The Bible says, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. So there is an ideal place that you're supposed to go that God has for you. And you don't want to let God down. I mean, I know I don't want to let God down, but that might be because I have a relationship with God and I know what it feels like to be let down. Imagine investing so much into an individual, so much into a person, so much into something that you placed here for a reason. And then you realize, like, no, this this ain't it. I mean, imagine how much that sucks. Like, think about a time where you like you spent a lot of time working on something. Imagine making a party like a surprise party for your best friend in the whole world. You fly them out. Like, y'all just hanging out. He's like, no, we're not going to really do nothing. We're just going to chill for your birthday, dog. You do all of this, and then their family flew out. They don't know about it. Their best friends flew out, and they don't know about it. And you got to go to the church to get some instruments for the kickback at the house or whatever. And then, like, they don't, like, get their ticket, and everybody else shows up there. So it's a party without them. Like, imagine how sad you would be like if you did all this you threw this big old party for them and they don't they don't come through like that sucks like come on man like don't don't let me down um but beyond that just know that we are strategically placed to be what we are in this time and we have a purpose for a purpose to fulfill as the church and beyond the things we have to do as a church because we know the church is going to win we have a purpose to fulfill as individuals within that church. And you can only find out what that purpose is, what purpose you are created for through prayer, through building that relationship with God. 
it is important it is super important i believe this podcast will be catered to young people so young people i am going to speak to you for a second this time that we are in is our time reverend jermaine Irvin preaches a message that says this is our day jacob phillips preaches a message that says new things for a new generation there's things that only we can do in our day that's going to be effective like this is our time like if you look around like it's never been a better time to do what we're doing yeah it might be hard but hey it's always been hard right but you know when you really fully commit like it doesn't really matter how hard it is because you're committed to it so i don't know i don't know man we're created on purpose right are we gonna like live on purpose too i don't know i don't know dudes i don't know man thank you for um listening to the podcast this episode felt good um so i'm actually gonna put it out so i apologize for the delay um you know make sure you follow me on uh instagram at the eyes of corn not the eyes of corn just at eyes of corn e-y-e-s-o-f-c-o-r-n and you'll see updates about my um life i guess and i guess i'll post podcast stuff there because that's what you're supposed to do or i mean i don't know if i create a separate podcast account i'm not really that like famous or anything so might not be a need for it but nevertheless thank you guys for listening to this podcast um i will have guests coming very soon um episode next week is going to be called dream big so uh once again thank you guys for listening it's going to be good i will not have a guest next week but i assume i'll have a guest in two weeks from here so this episode should be dropped on monday july 19th um and actually i don't even even know if that is a monday i'm about to check my calendar so i won't give you false dates yeah monday june july 19th boom 12 p.m 12 a.m eastern time spotify title anchor everywhere except apple music until i can figure that out thank you guys for listening to the episode